Welcome back to Hawk and Crowder. Solana, Hawk, Crowder, nobody here. It's just Josh Appel and Jimmy with you for this final hour of the program. We've got a great contest for you. A chance to meet and get an autograph and photo with Jaime Jaquez Jr. at Hollywood Collectibles on Sunday, March 3rd. For your chance to win, text the word Jaquez, that's J-A-Q-U-E-Z, to 20357. That's Jaquez, J-A-Q-U-E-Z, to 20357, and you just might win. Can't wait to win. Go to HollywoodCollectibles.com to purchase tickets. This is a text contest. Message and data rates apply. The 5 o'clock hour is sponsored by our friends at Funky Buddha Brewery. Good vibes on tap. So before we get to headlines for this hour, a texter wrote in about something that former Dolphins general manager Mike Tannenbaum said on Get Up yesterday that had Dan Graziano and Bart Scott getting up from the set, getting up from the table they were sitting at in the studio because of just how ridiculous Mike Tannenbaum sounded. So yesterday we read an article, we talked about an article from Sports Illustrated that pitched three names for the Dolphins because the, the article was basically one bold prediction for every NFL team this offseason heading into 2024. And the big prediction by this writer for Sports Illustrated was that the Dolphins would bring in legitimate competition for Tua Vailoa in the form of Baker Mayfield, Ryan Tannehill, or Jacoby Brissett. And we rightfully called out how ridiculous that idea was, not just bringing in legitimate competition, but those three names just completely unrealistic for different reasons. Baker is going to get paid somewhere else, and the other two guys, they're not bringing those guys back, period. That's even before you get past whether or not they're bringing in legitimate uh, competition for him. But Mike Tannenbaum, I don't know what's in the water in sports media these days, but as I sit here and gas bag for the second straight day about nothing, about pie and muffins and roller coasters and songs that are too long. But Mike Tannenbaum yesterday said on Get Up that a potential landing spot that makes sense for Russell Wilson now that he's likely done in Denver. Not likely, he is done in Denver. They just have to make that move official. He mentioned the New York Jets and backing up Aaron Rodgers as a suitable destination for Russell Wilson. I'm sorry, Mike Tannenbaum. Like, what are we doing there? Like, I know part of the goal is to say the thing that'll get people talking. But even then, there has to be a line. Russell Wilson is a backup to Aaron Rodgers with the Jets. It kind of makes sense why Mike Tannenbaum is no longer a general manager in the National Football League. He'll go on ESPN and he'll say the thing, and he'll get called out by the guys on the set for the ridiculousness because the idea just doesn't make any sense. You're going Aaron Rodgers after the season he just had, which was not one. It was four plays long coming off of the Achilles injury. There's so much noise in general and distractions in general around Aaron Rodgers. The idea that they would bring in Russell Wilson to overshadow all of that. Like, give me a break. Like, it's not even a serious suggestion at all. I, I, I don't know. Like, 
I know he tried to make the case for it. You know, Russell Wilson would take less and it would be a, a buy low opportunity for the Jets as an insurance for Aaron Rodgers after what they just went through this year, but never, ever going to happen. Russell Wilson is going to get an opportunity to go play somewhere else, whether it's as a starter or maybe as a backup. I can't see Russell Wilson being a backup anywhere. Maybe Pittsburgh is an option for Russell Wilson. But I'll tell you where it's not. It's not East Rutherford. It's not Florham Park, New Jersey. It's not the New York Jets in the same quarterback room as Aaron Rodgers. It's just not. And before any Sports Illustrated writers get an idea, it's also not the Miami Dolphins. I can't believe that has to be said. But when you've got people out here suggesting Ryan Tannehill and Jacoby Brissett, and Baker Mayfield, no disrespect to Baker Mayfield, by the way. I think Baker Mayfield had a phenomenal bounce-back season for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And Tampa Bay, given their cap crunch, they need to keep him. Baker Mayfield needs to be back in Tampa Bay next year. That was a great fit uh, with the Buccaneers. I think Russell Wilson's destination, the one that makes the most sense, is a place like Pittsburgh. It's enough of Mason Rudolph there. It's seemingly looking like Kenny Pickett is not the guy. They stuck with Mason Rudolph even after Pickett was healthy enough to play. Pickett might be a suitable backup, but I think a nice spot for Russell Wilson could be Pittsburgh. I think they've got a couple of offensive weapons there. They got two good running backs. They got a well respected head coach in Mike Tomlin. And I think that makes a lot of sense for Russell Wilson. It's clear his best days are behind him. But even if you look at Russell Wilson's numbers from this season, they don't look as bad as maybe Sean Payton's treatment of him towards the end of the season would have you believe. I mean, for Russell Wilson last year, through more than 20 touchdowns, he finished with 26 touchdowns and eight interceptions, 66% completion percentage, and a 98 rating. There are a lot of teams in the NFL that could use that type of production from their starting quarterback. It can't be a situation for Russell Wilson, almost like his first year in Denver, where he goes to a place with a first-year head coach. It can't be. It has to be someone who's established. That's why I think Pittsburgh makes a lot of sense. And again, I I think Kenny Pickett might be a guy, but I, I just... I think it says a lot that they stuck with Mason Rudolph even after Pickett had a chance to come back and play at the end of the year. And like every week, I feel like I'm seeing a stat about how somebody has thrown in two games or three games for more yards than Kenny Pickett has had in his career. Kenny Pickett's a gamer, man. I've done a few Steelers games over the years. He's an absolute gamer, and I think he can play in this league. But I don't think he's a guy that a franchise can fully get behind as their starting quarterback. Now, that's not to say that Matt Canada was not holding the Steelers back last year, their offensive coordinator. They made a change there. But, yeah, Mike Tannenbaum, the suggestion that Russell Wilson would end up as the backup to Aaron Rodgers is literal insanity. And I happen to think Pittsburgh might be a good fit. We'll see. And by the way, before we get to headlines, I don't want to hear about Justin Fields getting traded to the Dolphins either. I don't want to hear about it. Like, that's not an upgrade. 
Justin Fields is talented. I think he's got a, a lot of upside. But there's a, lot, a bit of downside there, too. And he's also going to be due to get paid. And if you're asking me who I'd rather pay, it ain't him between him and Tua. And it really isn't even a discussion. And I think it tells you a lot that the Bears have a chance to reset at quarterback with the number one overall pick. And it seems like it's trending in the direction of them taking Caleb Williams with the first overall pick. All right. Time for headlines presented by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Supercenter. Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford. We know trucks. Former Montana defensive coordinator Ronnie Bradford will join the Dolphins as a senior special teams assistant. Bradford and Mike McDaniel coached together with the Denver Broncos. Following their franchise best 11th consecutive road win, the Panthers return home to face the Ottawa Senators and Matthew Kachuk's brother Brady tonight at 7. You can hear that game right here on 560 WQAM. Canes baseball 3-0 on the season, back in action tomorrow at 5 o'clock against UCF. Sticking with the Canes, Canes hoops guard Nigel Pack is questionable with a lower extremity injury and might not play tomorrow at 7 when the Duke Blue Devils come to town. Uh. I'm going to include my uh, bets in this uh, headlines here uh, in the five o'clock hour. Uh, I mentioned the the four soccer bets that I had starting at three o'clock. The Man City team total did not hit. They did beat Brentford in EPL play one nil. Champions League action. That's where we did well today, Jimmy. Nice little single game parlay: Inter Milan money line and the under three and a half. Inter Milan with a one nil win. And also had the under two and a half there separate. Dortmund ended up drawing 1-1. So uh, no result there. So not bad for our 3 o'clock slate. And we've got plenty on the NHL board tonight. Don't you worry. Uh, Lionel Messi insists that politics had nothing to do with him not playing in an international friendly between Inter-Miami and Hong Kong. That was during Inter-Miami's preseason world tour. Inter-Miami has made a couple of moves, well, one move to save a uh, million dollars against a salary cap. We talked to Chris Whittingham yesterday about the situation and getting cap compliant before tomorrow's season opener at 8 o'clock. They host Real Salt Lake. I think still think they still have a little bit of work to do to get salary cap compliant, but we will all find out together. The Marlins play their first spring training game Saturday at 1.00 against the Cardinals full season or excuse me full team workouts began today everybody reported pitchers catchers position players everybody Bruce Sherman Peter Bendix spoke today to the media find all that all over Twitter they had some very interesting comments I still think the Marlins we said earlier they may have another move up their sleeve uh before the regular season starts and we get going in spring training here there was a report earlier today that one of the options at shortstop in free agency, Ahmed Rosario, he did sign with the Tampa Bay Rays, so that option is off the table for the Marlins going forward. Opening day for the Marlins, March 28th at home against the Pirates at 410. The Miami Heat continue their eight-day All-Star break, but are back in action Friday at 8 o'clock against the Pelicans on the road in New Orleans. The NFL offseason is underway and will always have the latest news. The Heat, the Panthers, and the Canes are in full swing. Keep up with everything by listening to Hawk and Crowder every day. You can follow the show by downloading the free Odyssey app. You can listen to us live or on demand and use the rewind feature to listen to any part of the show that you may have missed. Download the free Odyssey app today and make Hawk and Crowder your favorite show. Our weather 
Presented by DeMesman and Dover Law Firm, your accidentattorneys.com. Free consultations 24-7 at 866-954-MORE. Looking out the window, not a cloud in the sky. Temperatures in the high 60s, low 70s. Absolutely picture-perfect weather here in South Florida today. Back with more on Hawkman and Crowder after this. Coming up next on the Hawk and Crowder Show. I'm Mount Rushmore of Chicken Wing Flavors. Honey barbecue, mild, medium, and boneless. Boneless? (laughs) (laughs) Flavors, though, huh? Hawk and Crowder. The 5 o'clock hour on Hawkman and Crowder is sponsored by our friends at Funky Buddha Brewery. Good vibes on tap. Earlier in the show, as I am one to do, I love me some bone out wings and of course you know hawkman and crowder they love giving me some flack for my bone out wings so let's throw it all the way back and listen to one of our great best of boneless wings segment here on hawk and crowder our friend josh appel who is not just the marlins public address announcer but also a uh, broadcaster for national uh, football games um he was in Buffalo yesterday. He called the Bill Steelers game Ooh. nationally, which was embarrassing for Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of those games, when you're a Dolphins fan, you look at Buffalo and you go, holy <laughs> hell. <laughs> I understand it's against Pittsburgh, but holy hell. I'm still picking them to win the Super Bowl. Now. Um, so Josh Appel, he did indeed go to Anchor Bar in Buffalo. We talked with him about it at Twin Peaks last Tuesday. Uh, he did indeed order boneless wings once again mm. at Anchor Bar. And when I saw that on Twitter, I levied unilaterally. I hadn't talked to you guys. I unilaterally levied a one-month suspension from the show. Mm. And I just wanted to broach it with you guys because he texted me immediately and he said, one-month ban from the show. And I wrote asterisk uh, excluding Twin Peaks Tuesdays. Um, okay. which is the only time he comes on with us. But I would have him on before then to talk about his exploits if you want, or we just punish him. It's embarrassing. I don't know if you saw the, the picture on his Twitter account. These boneless wings, first of all, you were in Buffalo with them last year. Those boneless wings are, like, tiny and super sauced up. Like, they're, they're really embarrassing looking in a in a basket at anchor bar but he doubled down and he said you know a lot of people were criticizing him because i you know retweeted it and levied the one month suspension and you know a lot of people were you know giving him the business and he doubled down he's like hey they don't have them on the menu i don't order them but if they have them on the menu they obviously want me to order them you're looking at the picture right now it's a little embarrassing looking sad it's sparse like it's yeah and 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 the thing is if you get regular wings that basket's going to be filled with some bones at the end. Mm-hmm. It's a manly-looking basket. Yeah. Got the doily, the bones. Uh, it's a child play. It, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be completely empty when he's done. He's not even going to be satisfied because those are little tiny boneless wings. Like, that's kind of my point when I look at that picture. I go, okay, they have them on the menu. But I think they're trying to dissuade you from ordering them a second time because the first time you get them, and that's the order, and it's that sparse. Like, they don't give you any kind of garnish on that, right? There's no parsley. <laughs> doesn't seem to be any uh, blue cheese. Like, just, I think they're trying to tell you, yeah, we have them on the menu because you have to nowadays, 
but you'll never order this again. And there it is, Appel. One year later, he's back ordering them again. They so. throw it at him. I don't know. They don't even what? hand it to him. They just throw it at him. Here. What do you think? One month suspension, or is there something else that we can punish him with, Solana? You have any? Uh, you have any ideas? Punish him after football season because he calls a lot of good games. Yeah, no, I enjoy talking to him about sports yeah, on the air. Yeah. I mean, we can make him do something silly. I mean, I, like, again, we can just unilaterally punish him. I don't think he has a say in the matter. Next time we're at Twin Peaks, mm-hmm. he has to eat bone-in wings. Bone-in wings. We He has to make up for it. And no napkins. No. He's not allowed napkins or a drink. Mm-mm. And he's got to eat 20 bone-in wings. No silverware either. No silverware. No. Did you see Mike Greenberg? I know uh, you like Greeny at ESPN. Yeah. His wife tweeted out a picture. Did you see this over the weekend? said, uh, Sunday football watching, enjoy your sandwich. Mike Greenberg is eating a sandwich with a fork and knife. It's how he eats his sandwiches. Like a sub? It was like a sub. And he was cutting it with a fork and knife, and it's the way that he eats his sandwiches. He's saying to himself, uh, "One month ban from the show for Mike Greenberg." Yeah, we can do that. But like a he- it was like a hoagie hero. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, let me let me find the uh, the tweet. Doesn't seem very fork and knife ish. Right. That's why bite. it was so odd. The what do you think about a Pell? Twenty bone in wings, no napkins, no drinks. Yeah, no, that, that, no silverware. That, uh, that seems fair to me. We got to teach him. He wasn't taught as a child about the bone in. Well, he had to have been. They didn't have boneless wings, but till recently, right? Well, they were their chicken nuggets. I mean, we used to call them nuggets. Yeah, so he probably just got nuggets. Oh, I gotta find this. Uh... It's what it looked like he was eating, almost like popcorn chicken, but maybe just like the lathered in sauce, though. All right, hold on. And that's uh, that's mild. It's not even red. I am. Uh, I'm forwarding you guys the. Uh... Come on, appeal. The Mike Greenberg tweet. You can look at this sandwich. Anyone can look at it on Twitter. It's uh, Mike Greenberg retweeted it. It was his wife, Stacy, that tweeted out the picture. Enjoy your football Sunday. And then she hashtagged fork and knife. So it looks like that's like a, I don't know, some sort of sandwich. Looks like a uh, maybe a wheat bread. And he's eating it with a fork and knife. I see maybe some red peppers on there. Avocado? What kind oh, of sandwich? Oh no, that's is he a eating? that's an eggplant. That's an eggplant parm. But it's it it looks that. But look at the bread. That's not parm bread. It's not parm bed bread. Bed? But that's not a bed. But you so can you're tell saying that's not a bed. You can tell as you zoom in. There's a little <laughs> the, marinara. It's, it's the best thing about this show, and the worst thing. <laughs> <laughs> the worst thing about this show, miss a letter, because you know you. I know I'm gonna do it before six o'clock, <laughs> and now I've, I've, you know. But but he wouldn't have been like if I ignored it, he still would have jumped on me if I did it later on. So I have to For take sure. it. But that is the best part and the worst part of the show because when you do it, it's the worst. What did he say the other day during a commercial? I got a bunch of DMs oh. that I have to go back. <laughs> And listen to what you said during your There commercial. was something on Friday. It was, um, you got to get off on the Sungrass Expressway. <laughs> the Sungrass. The Sungrass. <laughs> was, what were you talking about? Was it Ed Morris? Ed Morris. It was Ed Morris. And I was walking away. I was doing the show from home, and he was doing the show from Orlando. I was walking away, and I heard it casually in my headphones. Right there on the Sungrass Expressway. <laughs> By sunrise and saw grass. I see where that would happen. But you're saying that Greeny is not eating a bed sandwich, right? That is an eggplant parmesan sandwich on some sort of wheat bread. That's a homemade sandwich. You know what? He's at home. It's not a hoagie per se. It's not like a sub per se. 
I'm fine with them eating with a fork. No, sandwiches are meant. Sandwiches, I think, by definition, are meant to be eaten with your hands, right? It's the reason you take them places in lunches so you can grab. Correct. Tell me the sandwich that isn't supposed to be eaten with your hands. I don't think it exists. No. Same can be said about a pizza, though, right? Pizza traditionally, you fold it. Everybody has their own peculiar way of eating a pizza, but. At home or at a restaurant, you don't want to dirty your hands. You go fork and knife. Nobody's blaming you for well, it. Well, I would say this. So Chicago deep dish pizza, always fork and knife because it's extremely thick and there's yeah. tomato on top. Uh, but I'm past the eating a slice of pizza. We went. We were in Tampa yesterday. We went to a little New York pizza joint. When I tell you the pizza was scalding hot, but I don't eat pizza with a fork and knife anymore, not New York style pizza. It was scalding hot, like it just came out of a fire. And I'm not going to eat that with a fork and knife anymore. But I would submit to you, there is no sandwich that is designed to be eaten with a fork and knife. No, even though what they call them, open face sandwiches when they don't fold. Ooh, open face sandwich is probably the only. But you can still, they're they're served open, but you can still fold them in half. I'm going to, all right, I'm going to say an unpopular opinion here. The open face sandwich is a dumb idea. Because <laughs> it's not a sandwich. It's it's a half a sandwich. It's missing the other part of the sandwich. <laughs> they cheaped out on it. They cheaped out on the sandwich. Yeah, yeah. It really shouldn't be. It should just be whatever. It's a turkey, turkey and cheese on bread. You know <laughs> what I mean? It's not an open face sandwich. Because it kind of it's it's the opposite of a sandwich. Correct. Like it's a, it's, the sandwich has two. Yeah, top and bottom. Top That's and the bottom. Yeah, part of a sandwich. Yeah, and in a pizza, if you didn't, if you're not supposed to grab it, why have crust? Why not just take the toppings to the edge? Right. Isn't well, the crust you know a how I feel. Area? You know how I feel about the square cut za, though. There are some <laughs> slices without the crust, and you still eat them with your hands. I mean, you just do. But the the crust isn't there just because it's the proper way to hold the pizza. The crust is there because it's the best part of the pizza. No. You eat, you eat, you hold the pizza tip first and eat the crust? I'm not saying that that's the way I, I approach the consumption of my pizza. I'm just saying the only point of the crust is not for you to hold the pizza. Like, the yeah. crust is an important part of the actual consumption of the pizza. The reason they stuffed the crust with cheese was to encourage you to eat the crust. That's ridiculous. Mm, the reason that they stuffed the crust with cheese. I'm going to give you another shocking take here it's not a take it's just an admission i've never had a stuffed crust pizza no way because i think you can only get those at like the big chain pizza, pizza places Hut. and i i usually get a neighborhood slice like i don't i i've never had pizza, the stuffed because isn't it just like no, pizza what? hut and papa john started it now i i, I like i rarely I, I don't order from a chain like i always get you know cannoli kitchen down the street or so I, I have never had a stuffed crust pizza. You're not missing out. They stuff the crust because those chains can't deliver a properly cooked crust. So they have to, you That's know, they lie. have to be innovative. They got to get cutesy. Right. No, nah, it's not cutesy. They should call it cutesy crust. <laughs> you, you, and you know what it is. It's a cutesy crust. You know, when I eat stuffed crust at birthday parties, ah. I bash the children's table. Right, that's where the good food is. Yeah, they want to have a Caesar I, salad I gotta, over I here. I gotta go I have a, a veggie tray because I'm 50 <laughs> years old. 
How about I get a slice of pizza and some potato chips? Yep. <laughs> Chan, 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 get four pieces. Chan, get four pieces. <laughs> My kids have plates piled up with pizza. Right, well, we got to think about. I think I guess for Appel, twenty bone-in wings, no napkins, no silverware, and no drink. Just That's like manhood. a man. Yeah. Yeah. And how about this? No joke. He has to put the bones that he's done with in his pockets. <laughs> no, he has to go home with them. He has to go home with them. And by the way, that's an incentive to really clear them of the meat. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because then oh. he gives you that little weak ass where the, the meat's all over because he's afraid for whatever reason of the bone. Well, Josh, you're going to have to put him in your pockets. You want him to chew some gristle. Yeah. Like, yeah. Get, it, get it clear and clean. A pocket full of 20 clean bones is no problem. Mm-hmm. You got a bunch of meat and gristle on those bones, you mm-hmm. might lose those pants forever. I like it. All right. This is the Hawk and Crowder Show. Arriba, pavajo, pa centro, pa entro. Arriba, banana, rorigo, arepa. Hawk and Crowder. Welcome back to the Hawk and Crowder Show. Five o'clock hour is sponsored by our friends at Funky Buddha Brewery. Good vibes on tap. Hawk and Crowder and Solana, obviously not here the last couple of days. Appreciate y'all bearing with me the last couple. Hope you had a nice time. I love their interviews that we did yesterday. Of course, Chris Whittingham, Kyle Seeloff from Marlins Radio, Stephen Strom as well, Adam Beasley. And then today, Jesus Luzardo from the Marlins getting you ready for opening day later this month. We had everybody's new favorite guest, NBC Sports Boston, ESPN's Drew Carter, talks some NBA, and George Richards of Florida Hockey now was phenomenal talking some Panthers hockey uh, in the 4 o'clock hour. Appreciate everybody tuning in the last couple of days. Always a ton of fun filling in for Hawk and Crowder. Congratulations again to Solana and Valentina on their engagement in Italy. Very happy for them both, and again, wish them many happy kayaking trips for many years to come. Thanks to Dan Day. Thanks to Jimmy. Thanks to Hot Crowder Solana. Thanks to Len as well. Appreciate everybody tuning in. Have a great rest of your Tuesday night and go Cats. You need to need, 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 need That's all, folks. <laughs> you need to need, need, need. Path, path, pass. Take care, brush your hair.